Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the So I Heard podcast. You guys are new to this. I'm KD. Hopefully, you guys are having a great one. Another sunny ass day. Can't complain at all. I am welcoming all of these sunny ass days. Now, we talked about the weather a couple of podcast episodes back, talking about how gloomy it was, but now I feel like it's starting to really feel like summer. Now, we don't have like the high heat. I was saying that also. We don't have the high heat, but the way that the weather was looking, man, we definitely needed the sunshine, and we have that sunshine back again. We've been having days, days straight of sun. People are out everywhere. We went out over the weekend, and it seemed like everybody was out on Saturday. Tried to go to the beach. Too many people at one beach, had to move down to the next beach. Too many people ended up at another area that was a little bit off of the beach. You know, it wasn't like the beach, the beach, but it's right down the street from the beach. And um, luckily, it, it, I mean, it was crowded there also, but it wasn't as crowded as the actual beaches, right? Even on the way there, we passed the beach that it's at is we, we were basically, if you guys are from California, Los Angeles or whatever, we were at San, we were in Santa Monica. Now the Santa Monica pier is like one of those known, known spots in Los Angeles. So many tourists go to the Santa Monica pier. You've seen it in Grand Theft Auto five. Like you've seen it in different games that show Los Angeles. Like that's one of the main things that they really put there. It's the Ferris wheel on the pier at the beach. If you guys don't know what the Santa Monica pier is, but that's what it is. So when you see that in Los Angeles, that's the Santa Monica pier. So when we passed that, it was so many people, like it was so many people to the point where people were not even able to stand on the corner. Like when they're trying to cross the street, so you have people standing in the street also just so they can end up crossing the street eventually, you know? And I was just like, damn, it feels like this has been the busiest damn day of 2023. And I get it. Like, it was it was a really sunny day, really nice day. You know, the sunsets are beautiful. We don't have those gray skies. And I feel like if I talk about it too much, I know I keep talking about it, but I feel like if I talk about it too much, eventually we're going to end up having those shit days again. <laughs> like those those cloudy-ass days that we were so tired of. We were like, yo, this is not Los Angeles. But hopefully not. Hopefully it gets a little bit warmer. You know, it's been pretty hot in the house. <laughs> but, like, you know, you go outside, it's still a breeze and everything. Um but, yeah, I, I wanted to get to, like, the 80s. It's pretty much, like, at the low 70s. Um, Mid-70s has been, like, the highest. It hasn't been, like, 80-something in Los Angeles yet. It's crazy because i just seen a video of somebody in Texas talking about 
It was something about a prison, and, and it's like 120 degrees, and the inmates are complaining, basically saying they're being cooked alive. And I was just like, damn, like, we're over here complaining about gloomy weather, and, and fools are getting baked over here, you know? And not making a joke about it, but I was just like, damn, I, this is the hottest that I've ever heard it, you know, anywhere so far, 120 degrees? Like, that's... That's crazy. I wouldn't even know what to do in 120 degrees. You know, I'm over here talking about I hope it gets to like 80s, you know, but then like once it gets to once it gets to the 80s, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm tripping. Like, why did I ask for this? Like, like God is just answering my temperature request. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like 80 degrees is cool. Like that's what it's like. You're really like, yo. We might need to hit the pool. That might be that one day because I feel like a lot of Los Angeles people, you see people at the beach that get in the beach water, like that get in the ocean water. But I think for a lot of people in Los Angeles, we're kind of like, nah, let's avoid that. You know what I mean? Because we have so much trash in certain areas at our beaches. So it's kind of like, I don't want to be there. You know, I've, I've, I think I've even seen like a fucking, it was like by Santa Monica, you know, Santa Monica and Venice beach. They have a lot of homeless people. So it might not have even been one of the homeless people. It could have just been anybody's thing. But I remember one time finding a fucking syringe in the sand, you know? So imagine like really just off in that water and like whatever else is in that water with you. Imagine getting in the water and somehow like a current comes and it gives a little bit of force to a syringe and it stabs you in the arm and then you fucked up. Like, that's not funny, but I'm just saying, like, that's a crazy-ass thing. And also, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not, like, one of those insurance people that's, like, <laughs> that knows about all the bad ways to get injured. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, our water is not as desirable as the shit you see, like, in the Bahamas and stuff where it's, like, the water is clear like, our waters, like, you could probably have a drone fly over the water and you can't see any animals in that shit unless it's, like, it broke the surface, unless it's, like, a fin out of the water or something like that. But that Bahamas, that's the water I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to the Bahamas fucking water. I want to see what it looks like, okay? Like, in person, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never seen water that clear. Maybe, like, at the aquarium or some shit like that, but... Other than that, like, really just being out there at the beach and seeing water that clear, bruh, no, I have not experienced that yet. I am used to city ocean water <laughs> that does not look good. Like, I remember back in the day when they made Grand Theft Auto 4, and it was like, you go to the beach, even though that was, like, on the East Coast, I was like, damn, it doesn't really look that different from, like, of course, maybe the layout of how the beach is or whatever. But other than that, as far as, like, the color of the water, yeah, our shit is just, like, darkish gray or something like that. Some days it'll be nice and you see the blue, but it, it definitely is not like that island water. That island water makes you want a, a bottle of Fiji water or some shit. Like, it, it does. Like, it just looks so clear. And you see the blue, and then you see the background on the Fiji shit with the clear water. You're like, oh, damn, that shit looks refreshing. Now, I'm not saying go get some Fiji water. Like, I've had it before, but it's it ain't really all that. It It really isn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had somebody ask me before, like, yo, I wonder what Fiji water is like. I'm like, it's it's water, bro. 
Like, because you ain't really just chugging some water unless you thirsty as hell. And, yeah, you might be one of those water connoisseurs that are kind of like, oh, no, I only drink the finest of agua. But you know what I'm saying? But, like, at the same time, you're like, if you thirsty, you're like, yo, fuck it. I'm, I need some water, you know? Like, I know some picky-ass people, though. I know some picky-ass people, they'll be saying that they're, like, dying of thirst. And then they're complaining about the water that they have, like, all the time. They're like, nah, I, I don't drink that. And I was like, all right. I guess if you have an option, like you in a store and you choose a water, yeah. But when that's the last thing, shut up and drink it. Just shut up and drink it. We don't we don't care about your selection, all right? This is the water that we have. Either you're going to be thirsty or you're going to drink this damn water. You know, I think, I think about this sometimes about, like, how we live in this country. And, like, we can always talk about it. But, like, you know, you have some people that really get to a point where they become so picky and I feel like I'm not really one of those picky people. I feel like for me, I really, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I'll eat or I'll mess with. Like, I'm not eating something super crazy, but I'm not really close-minded to a lot of stuff. Unless it's like some shit that you would see on like Fear Factor or something like that. If it's something like that, then, you know, we're going to have to have a conversation real quick. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm just not about to eat some of that weird shit. But, like, other than that, like... I feel like I'm not really picky. I remember growing up and and my parents didn't really let me eat junk food. I think like for me, honestly, I got introduced. Well, I got introduced to junk food by my dad. My dad would eat junk food. Like his thing was like he used to love eating fries from McDonald's. And um, I remember I used to go with him to McDonald's. And back then, I think I would get, like, a McChicken or whatever. I don't even know if that's what the name always was. But I would get that and some fries and stuff. But, like, I still wasn't really a fast food eater. You know, my mom was always cooking food. You know, if we had to eat leftovers, we had leftovers. But my mom cooked so well, you didn't even mind the leftovers. you like, shit, fuck, all right, again? Like, you know what I'm saying? And especially when I was growing up, when I was growing up, my mom was making so many different types of food. And as, you know, she got older and stuff, she started making healthier food. But it's still seasoned as hell. Like, dude, like, she used to always make very good vegetables, you know. And she would have her vegetables with seasoning and stuff on it. You know, not salty or anything, but just something that's like, okay, I'm I'm not just eating plant. Like, you like... Like, you enjoyed eating the vegetables. She still does it like that to this day. Um, but, like, back in the day, she was, oh, my God, for, like, years, for years, the best burger that I have ever had came from my mom. Like, talk about, like, seasoned, seasoned-ass meat. Oh, my goodness. I didn't want burgers from anywhere, dude. I, I promise you I didn't. I was, Still, I wasn't, like, picky-picky. But if I had a choice, I'm like, yo, I want my mom's burger. Like, good as hell. Just everything she made was so good to the point where it was like, I didn't even care about eating fast food. Even when I was in high school and, you know, after school, my friends wanted to go and go, you know, to like a fast food place and get some food and stuff. I would normally just sit it out. I would go with them. But then I would be like, nah, I'm going to just eat what I have at home. Because I was just like, shit, what is the use of spending my money when I can go and eat something that's better soon, you know? Um, 
so I wasn't really like super picky when when I was a kid. I remember going to people's homes and you know they got kids and stuff too, and they would literally like put me on the spot because I would be eating my vegetables. And they were like, oh, why can't you be like him? And like, what can, why can't you eat your vegetables like him? And I'm just like, yo, don't put me against your fucking children. Like, damn, now, now we're going to go to the room. They're going to be like, no, you can't play my game. Like, damn, damn, just because I ate my salad? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's another thing, salads. Bruh, I don't know how people do not enjoy salads. I can eat salads all the time. I ate a salad earlier today, Okay. Like, I was never really that picky kid. Now, I had certain stuff, right? Like, this is me when I was a kid. My parents watched the news, especially my dad, right? My dad always watched the news, still watches the news a a lot today. But I would see certain, I guess, traumatic shit or, like, weird stuff on the news, and I would automatically just, like, gain some type of fear about it right it was funny because I don't know if I've ever told anybody this but like I remember dude you know this is like the 90s or something and I remember hearing about eggs (laughs) and I remember it was some people that were getting eggs and they were crack them open and like the chicken embryo would be in there and it just falls out in the pan or whatever and there was some report of that happening to some lady right And I remember I got so scared. I was like, oh, my God, like, what if we crack open one of these eggs and it's like a smaller embryo that we don't really know, (laughs) like, don't really notice. And then we're eating like it was it was weird. And I remember I went through this phase where I did not want to eat eggs. And I think it probably lasted like, I don't know, I, I feel like it was like some years. But, you know, as a kid, shit might seem like it's longer than what it actually is. Um that happened. I used to have a fear of being on planes. When we used to go on vacation and stuff as a family, dude, like we used to drive everywhere. We used to really drive everywhere because I was so scared to get on planes. And my dad's not a fan of heights, but what made me scared of it was because as a kid, there was some type of flight that happened and the plane crashed. And my mom told me about it, like, I don't know, I think, like, not too long ago. And we were talking about it. It was, like, um, her, my girlfriend, and me. And she was telling her, like, yeah, he used to be scared of, like, getting on a plane. And I remember, I used to remember, like, the the name of the flight and, like, different stuff like that. Like, really watching the news used to scare the hell out of me, right? And I don't know why I was like that. I don't know why I was like that. I think it was something where it was like I had this deep fear of of death. And I feel like to this day, like I still do. But I think the way that I thought about it was like, damn, you die. And then everything that you've known is just gone. You know what I mean? Like you don't remember shit else. You know what I mean? It's like it just everything is over, you know? And, um... I used to always, when I was real young, I used to stay in the living room all the time. And they'd be like, why are you just sitting in the living room? And at the time, like, we didn't have a TV in our living room. We had the TV in, like, the den area. And I'd just be sitting in there on the couch in the living room. And they'd be like, oh, it's the living room. I would be like, oh, it's the living room. Like, you get to live longer if you stay in here longer or something like that. I don't know how old I was, right? But I really had this fear of death and stuff, right? So I think, I don't know, I had these weird 
phobias when I was younger, and then I ended up realizing I had to get over them, or stuff wasn't really as bad as it seemed, or I think the main thing I ended up realizing was with a lot of these situations, you don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know what's going to be weird or whatever. So, you know, just live life, right? So I feel like I've even brought that into just thinking of not being super picky with a lot of things. Um, But, yeah, as a kid, like, eggs. I was scared of eggs for a little while. Um, I remember watching the news and it was something about like some type of mushrooms that were making people sick. So I always avoided mushrooms and then learning in school that mushrooms are like a type of fungi or (laughs) whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to eat no fungi. And I had a weird thing with mushrooms until I became an adult. Like, I don't know. I was kind of like weird with certain stuff, like, but still, I think as far as a kid, I was eating everything. So I wasn't really super picky with stuff. Um, But yeah, even as an, I think another thing I was picky with was like, I don't want certain foods to touch. (laughs) But I felt like I ended up finding out it was a lot of people that felt that way. So I was like, all right, it ain't that bad. You know, you younger, you got to thinking like, damn, it's just me. And then you get older and you start realizing, like, a lot of people went through the same shit. But, yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, I I, I kind of like to explore with certain stuff. I ain't going to say, like, I'm a daredevil or anything. um, But definitely adventurous in a way. Now, my girlfriend, Cheryl, some of the stuff that she said that she wants to do, like, she was really talking about skydiving. And she was like, she wants to do it so much. She wants to get on one of those slingshot things at the damn carnival or amusement park when you're, like, in that ball thing and then it just slingshots you in the air. Bruh, I would rather go skydiving than get on that slingshot shit. Something happened not too long ago where some people were on that slingshot shit and one of the slings came off and the ball really was flying. And I was just like, yeah, see, that's it right there. That's it. That's it right there. Like that. It's a wrap, you know, but I'm not going to lie, though. Like. Even though like like even for roller coasters, I'm not a fan of roller coasters, don't don't really like them. But once I get on them, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, OK, I, I conquered that so I can get back on. So I feel like most of the roller coasters now is just like it's going to be fine for me. Because uh, I feel like I've been on a lot of roller coasters so far now, like mainly all the main ones. Well, I haven't been to an amusement park in years, but, you know, a lot of the main ones I've been on. So it's like, all right, it, it wasn't bad. But the first time doing it, man, I did not want to do that shit at all. And I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, my ex, she pressured me into getting in, getting on them and stuff like <laughs> Dude, I did not want to, and she pressured me to get on a, a lot of those roller coasters. And I guess it was good because it was like, all right, cool, I did it. Like, it's like I scratched it off a bucket list. They weren't even on the fucking list. But, you know, like, I did it, and I was I was done with it. So, you know, afterwards, after I get on it for the first time, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, that wasn't that bad. I can get on it again and again and again. But that slingshot shit, I mean, I'm I'm sure it would have that same feeling. Like, all right, I did it. It it ain't that bad. But I just don't trust them. I don't trust them. You know? That's like getting on one of them tiny-ass planes that always go down. 
I don't ever want to be on one of those. Like, dude, I would, if I became famous, bro, like, I don't care. Put me on economy. I'm, I'm sitting with everybody else on a big plane. I don't need to be on no private jet like that. I'm sorry. I do not. If you feel the turbulence on a big plane, imagine that shit on one of them little planes. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully you guys feel me on this one because, damn, I, I, I cannot do it. I would be so, especially if it's the ones that got the little propellers on, on, the, on the wings or, or the one that got the propeller just in the front. Like, oh, hell no. Get me out of here. Get me. I am not stepping on that shit. It's only four steps. Four steps. <laughs> this is not big enough. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Like, it's certain stuff that I'm like, all right, I'm adventurous with. I really want to do. But when my girlfriend Cheryl talks about some stuff, I'm like, damn, what made you want to want to do that? You know, but then, you know, talking to her, talk about it or listening to her talk about it. And then you start looking it up more and more. You're like, oh, OK, I'm kind of more comfortable with it. Like, because before for skydiving, I was like, hell no, I'm not doing that, you know, and it's so crazy because they just had the thing with these people that died on the submarine, the small submarine. And it was funny, the comedian Lil Duvall was like, I can't even blame them or say they stupid for getting on the submarine. And then he showed like a whole bunch of underwater stuff that he's done, basically like dives and all that stuff. And then um, the comedian Lil Duvall, he's also a pilot. So he's flying those little ass planes that I said I would never want to be on, but he's doing it. You know, but that's how I feel. Like, while everybody was like, oh, they stupid for getting in the ocean like that, I was like, yo, like, I always thought it would be dope as fuck to be on the submarine. You know, maybe not that little, but still, like, just to go on an adventure. I, I love the ocean. I want to learn more about the ocean and everything. So it's just so interesting for me. That's why I'm always just like, shit, I would have did it. Like, as soon as I heard about them on the submarine, before I heard that, like, you know, they weren't missing it, I was like, yo, that's that sounds kind of dope. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? This before I knew details and everything, but it's just like exploring like that. It just seems fun. Like, it's a lot of stuff that I guess they would call white people shit that I'm actually interested in that I'd be like, yo, I would go fucking do that. Like, <laughs> like I want to go to haunted houses. You know what I'm saying? I want to go and I, I want to explore some type of jungle or something like that like i just need to know how the fuck to get back other than that like i would do a lot of this stuff it's so interesting to me and it's like dude this is what life is it's it's a part of this world that we live on and to just be like nah i just want to know one portion of it i mean land is everywhere but still at the same time it's it's so much to explore like i'm not just gonna be like yo i just want to be in the city that's like when I see some people and they're like, man, I don't ever want to go to the South. Like, the South, they ain't got shit down there. Like, like what are we going to do? It's like, dude, it's, it's different than where you are. Like, all the times I've been to different states or seen different settings and stuff, I'm always like, yo, this is refreshing. This is dope. Like, this is, this is living. And I'm not trying to sound like I've been everywhere. It ain't nothing like that. But it's just, it's cool to go around and explore and see stuff. Like it's a lot of people that are closed minded. I'm I'm not gonna lie, but at the same time, like I, I'm always like, what is your reason? And normally it's never a valid reason. It's just because well I've never been there, so I don't want to go there. 
And it's like, what the fuck? Like, go out and explore and have some fun for sure. I don't know, man. Hopefully you guys felt that. <laughs> I, I was just talking about some random shit on this episode, but honestly, it was funny telling you guys how I used to be as a kid and my weird phobias and how the news scarred me so much when I was younger, dude. I had to stop watching the news, I promise you. But it, it's stuff that's always funny to listen to when my parents talk about it. Um, and I don't think I've ever, like I said, I've never really talked to anybody about that me being scared back then, but it's so funny thinking about it because that's really how I was. But thank you for listening, man. Maybe you guys felt the same as a kid. Maybe the news traumatized you guys or there was other stuff that you were scared of. Were you scared to get on planes? Because if I get on planes now, I actually love to have the damn window seat. I, I do. I don't really get scared with turbulence. Still not getting on one of those small planes, but you know. Um, but thank you so much for listening, dude. Stay tuned for more episodes. Follow the channel. Check me out on my socials. Leave those down below. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. You guys stay dope, and I will check you out later. Peace.